Broadcasting from deep within Angel Stadium, this is Angler Chronicles. Good morning, Southern California. From Joshua Tree to Dutch Harbor, from the Canadian wilderness to the Amazon jungle. Buckle up, because it's going to be wall-to-wall action on Angler Chronicles. Angler Chronicles is brought to you by Turner's Outdoorsman, California's fishing, hunting, and shooting headquarters since 1971. Van Warmer Resorts, Hotel Palmas de Cortez, and Hotel Playa del Sol. Fishing Syndicate Quality Custom Rods, get syndicated. Carne de Teresa, providing quality, handmade, marinated meats. Owner Hooks, perfection in hooks. Lake Elsinore, the city of Dream Extreme. And Bite On Fishing, where your next catch is only a castaway. Good morning, Southern California, and welcome to this week's episode of Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AM 830-KLAA. My name is Sergio, I'll be your host. My co-host in the studio, Mr. Ron Hobbs, the director of the AC Fishing Schools. Good morning, Ron. Hi. <laughs> I also have Mr. Ben Seacrest from Accurate Fishing. Good morning, Ben. Hello. Hello. Okay. I got Mr. Steve Carson, the director of the, fish, uh, the Penn Fishing University. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, Sergio. Wake up, guys. <laughs> oh, they're awake. They're just, awake. They, 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 they. I've got also, I've got Andrew Mack from Max Fish Reports. Good morning, Andrew. Good morning, everybody. There you go. Hi, Andy. Hi, Andy. <laughs> Hi, Andy. <laughs> and then I want to say good morning to Oliver. Uh, Mr. Oliver Solis from Fishing Syndicate. Good morning, Oliver. Good morning, Sergio. I'm going to try to be chipper since Ron and Ben can't be. No, they are. They are. They, we they, are very chipper. In fact, yeah. Ben's the most chippiest person I've ever seen. Yeah, what I need is a Jeez. what I need is a wood chipper to put them inside. Anyway, good morning, everybody. Um, I hope everybody's good. Let me just say this: what a wonderful week. Ben said something last week. It really got to me when you said uh, you got family. Go see them. You know, you said something to that effect. Well, I said that. You know what? If they ask you to call them, call them. Calm without asking, because once they're gone, you can't calm anymore. So I was up in Sacramento, and I uh, had a chance to spend, what, five glorious days with my mom and my dad and my sister. And I'll tell you what. It's the only it, way to go, it, Sergio. It, you know, there's no price on it. So I would just say this. If you're vaccinated, and they are too, get together. Um, right. Love each other, because it's it's very important so had a great week up at sacramento Folsom lake by the way is almost completely dry just saying just saying okay let's get started there i mentioned the lake um so that means you andrew mia we got mia going on today we got the mia phenomenon here so uh uh, yeah so (laughs) (laughs) yeah so that, that means tony won't be in uh, so uh, well, when was the last time he was in? Jeez, he wasn't in last week either, right? No, not at all. He must have known that I was in Sacramento. I guess he doesn't know I came back. Anyway, no, it's all cool. <laughs> um, I'm, you know, well, it's tough, you know. I think, I guess, we we do it. We're old, yep. and we do it. Okay, Andrew Mack, uh, what's going on around the uh, freshwater world? Give me a little. Well, the freshwater. The word of the word of the week is catfish. A lot of lakes are stocking catfish. That warmer weather is here. A lot of guys are getting their heavier catfish stuff. And not heavier so much. I mean, you know, I always say go four to six pounds, maybe even eight at most. You know, I do see guys at lakes, you know, throw 15 to 20 pounds. 
they don't need anything like that. Go six to eight pounds, you know, set your drag. These catfish, they pull hard. Uh, one lake in particular is Santa Ana River Lakes. I talked to Craig again. This I, I actually turned this into a weekly thing. I call Craig now, you know, any updates on the lake and stuff. And he still tells me every week, he goes, Andrew, he goes, we're stocking six to 7,000 pounds of catfish every single week. And the thing that Craig, um, he actually owns the catfish hatchery. So that, that's one cool thing that, that he's able to, uh, to keep those lakes definitely stocked for sure. Yeah, I know, uh, and I remember the day forever and ever. Ron, we were in the car with Ron. We, by the way, I'll make the announcement. I actually went and I tried pho. Pho. No, no. Fa. It's pho, you're right. It's pho, but it's spelled pho, okay, which is soup, which, you know, if you're old like I am, the first thing that you think about is Seinfeld and the soup Nazi. Remember? No soup for you. No soup for you. All right. Yeah. So um, <laughs> we were together, and, and, and he was telling me, he goes, and they called Craig, and I called Craig. You never called Craig. Andrew called them for you. you well, no, no. I did actually talk to Craig, and Craig is actually uh, um, in his RV somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, Santa Ana River Lakes, your local lake, is getting stocked up. That's good. Um, yep. What else? Uh, yeah, and actually there was uh, one uh, one angler, actually a few anglers this week that caught a couple of trout, and one angler caught a seven pounder out of there. So there's still a lot of trout swimming around. And they haven't stocked um, trout in how long? Yeah, uh, I would say probably close to a month or more. Ah, very good, very good. Yeah. Okay, so yep, there, there uh, you go. The next lake is uh, Mountain Lakes. Uh, Mountain Lakes they uh, continue to stock every week a thousand pounds of catfish. Uh, they've been biting pretty good. That's another lake that um, it's not very big, but the trout, for some reason, trout are still biting like crazy in this warmer weather, which is really cool to see. Yeah, you know what's going on over there is um, because it's a uh, members-only type lake, I think that's what mm -hmm. happens. You know, they, people, well, you know, you don't, you don't see as many people. But um, well, I think I think Mia is actually over there. That's why he's not showing up on Saturday. So. Is, is that? Oh. <laughs> I get it. Remember, his phone doesn't work over there. Ah, <laughs> I thought he was in Elsinore. Good, good cover for him. I thought he was sleeping, but that's just yeah. that's just me. Because you know what, we haven't been able to see William either, so I didn't know. Well, with that good uh -oh. of a cover, he's going to put you back on the label. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, man. Okay. Um, other than that, uh, the San Bernardino County Regional Parks, uh, they started stocking catfish this week. I know a lot of guys are waiting for that. Um, so every lake, you've got Guasti, Glen Helen, Yucaipa, Mojave Narrows, Parado. Uh, they're all stocking 690 pounds of catfish this week and next week, and it should continue on every week. Mm -hmm. um, one of the things that, uh, that's been going on ever since COVID is there's a lot more fishermen out there. And the reason for, and well, the cause of that is that the uh, a lot of the hatcheries were not expecting to be stocking this many fish. So what some of the lakes are actually finding is there's a shortage of catfish. One of those lakes in particular, Hesperia Lake up there, um, you know, they had they were scheduled to stock every week with a thousand pounds, but they're they're not finding the fish in their hatchery. They cut them down to every other week. So hopefully they, uh, you know, some hat. I, I know that some hatcheries are definitely going to. Be expanding for you know for next season, um, you know get these lakes stocked with a lot more fish. So good good stuff for uh, for next year. Um, another thing here, uh, let's switch to trout. You got a Big Bear Lake. Uh, they just had a stocking the other day, 
and uh, they're getting ready for that 50K derby that's going to be on the 12th, and, and guys are catching fish now. You know, you all, you all, you always know when they they never announce their stock, but you always know because you start seeing the you know the, the, in the Facebook groups that mm-hmm. guys are like, oh, we got our limit, got our limit, you know, on shore, on shore, you know, and trout. If you're catching them on shore, they probably just stocked them. Then when they switch to the trolling and the boats and stuff, then usually it's been a couple weeks and those trouts are get you know getting a little closer to the middle. Right, you're right. All right, now circle back. Where Mia is at right now, sleeping. Oh yeah, this okay. is our favorite lake. That's Good right. Old lake Elsinore. I'll tell now, you something. Uh, um, mm-hmm. There was a big fire at Kenyon Lake the, this week. Okay, but um, Lake Elsinore. You know, you mentioned. You know that it's all. You, know, you can't find some of the catfish out there. You can find catfish at Lake Elsinore. I can guarantee oh, yeah. you that. Um, one of the things I was impressed is one of the councilmen, Bob McGee, gets up every Saturday morning, <coughs> and I've heard sometimes during the week before he goes to work, shows up with his two dogs, puts out a line, catches one or two catfish, and goes home. Okay, or actually goes to work. Okay, um, that's really cool. All right, so uh, I know the catfish are good. They're about to do a big, huge stocking because on June 5th, they do the kids' mm-hmm. event. And let me tell you how cool this is. What they do is they put a big, huge net out, and in the net is all the catfish. And I believe there's some double digits in there. And so the kids, Ooh. actually, when they cast out, they're casting in that net area. So these catfish don't get a chance to go out into the lake. And it'll, I've seen plenty of four-, five-year-olds, six-year-olds, you know, hook up their first fish. And I, unfortunately, I didn't, I, I didn't get hooked up with fishing that early. But... Those smiles, dude. Those smiles. Then when they get the fish, they don't know what to do with it, and you hold them up for the picture. That—that's what it's all about, you know. And um, that's coming up on June 5th. If you want to help, uh, you help out. You can. So if you're a fisherman and you know how to handle bait and all this stuff, um, come on out and you know bring a net. Okay, help these kids net this stuff. Okay, it's really good. So that would be the catfish. That's June 5th. Um, mm-hmm. They usually get about 200 kids or so around there. And then um, get once that's done, then we move up to the Dream Extreme. But we'll talk about that. Everybody, June 26th is the Dream Extreme. This year, it's not a two-day event. It'll be a one-day event. Uh, we will be broadcasting live from the deck of the Bobber at Launch Point on the 26th. And then uh, you know, boats get launched. Ron will handle the weigh-in with Mia, like always. Okay, Andrew, if you come out, you can help out as well. Uh, but Ron handles all of that. This thing will be filmed for an episode of Angler Chronicles. Uh, we really enjoy that. So um, everything roll into one. Just to wet your whistle a little bit, $15,000 worth of cash and prizes are up for grab. Okay, just, just saying. Fifteen thousand dollars in cash and prices. That's amazing. Well, you know what? I, you know, you you mentioned the eighth annual Lake Elsinore Dream Extreme Derby. You mentioned the kids event, and that means only one thing. Leilani, can you go ahead and queue up? Oh, 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 oh! He's gonna have to wait. We got. Uh, I gotta go to a break. Okay. All right. I don't hear it in the background, so I'll just crank it up a little bit more. Give me some love there. There it is. See? That's good stuff. All right. Oh, yeah. 
Line Tom three, Jones. I know you who you are. I can see you right there. Hang on tight. We'll come uh, get you on the way back. We will circle back, as they say now. This is Angels Radio, AMA 30, KLAA. We'll be right back. Radio. AMA 30. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing in Dana Point Harbor. Come check them out. Trips for anglers of all levels depart daily and kids fish free every Sunday. Enjoy clean vessels, full galleys, and friendly expert captains and crew. Everything you need for a great day of fishing for everyone, including a fleet of private charters. The Dana Wharf Kids Club is the coolest club of the sea, featuring free fishing trips, whale watching adventures, and more. Check them out on the web for daily deals, including the famous Half Price Tuesday. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing, number one angler's choice since 1971. That's Dana Wharf Sport Fishing and Whale Watching, located at 34675 Golden Lantern in Dana Point. You can contact them by phone at 949-496-5794 or on the web at danawharf.com. Daily adventures, lifelong memories, established 1971. Stay connected and follow them on Facebook and Twitter. Lake Elsinore is the action sports capital of the world. Stocked regularly with bass, catfish, crappie, and more. Lake Elsinore is the largest natural freshwater lake in Southern California and the destination for fishing. Whether you're looking for an extreme outdoor experience or a relaxing morning sunrise, start your next adventure in Lake Elsinore and stay at the new fully renovated campground, Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Find us online to follow all the action. Angels Radio AMA 30 Welcome back, everybody. It's Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLA. This is Angra Chronicles. And Ron? Oi! 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 Yeah, see? Uh, the chuckle came from Andrew because he knows what's going on. Okay, so I, I, I told you guys that we had to go to a special guest. And every time I mention anything near the five, five or six, the five or six exits. That's Mia? All right. No, 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 no. This Jay. guy, this guy is definitely here. J-O-S. Let's go to line three. Yeah. Once you got him on here, I want to introduce him as this. This guy actually jumped off a plane because he wanted to. J O S. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna call him J O S. Jonathan Oliver Skinner. Good morning, uh, sir. Good morning, everybody. How are you guys doing? All right, I, I'm doing good, but I mean, have you thought about therapy? <laughs> yes, I did. That's why I jumped out of the plane. Jonathan, I want to do oh, it with so you. It's, it works the other way around. No, actually, this is this is really good. Um, just really quick, my I, I bought these these uh, patches for my kids uh, six years ago, uh-huh. um, and they uh, we put it off and put it off. My son was in, you know, in the army now, you know, serving our country, and my daughter. That married her husband is in the Navy finishing up his uh, schooling. And so they were just sitting there, and I called him uh, Skydive Elsinore. <laughs> if you have it going, you have to go there, the best teachers. And so I called him um, saying, Hey, listen, uh, do you have space? And they go, Yeah. And so I went, um, 
And the funny thing is my daughter, who lives in Lake Elsinore, calls and says, Dad, can I come down and watch you? And I go, sure. And she gets there, she goes, Dad, can I jump too? I'm like, well, let's ask them. And they put us on the, on the same plane. It was the best daddy-daughter date day ever. We jumped out of a, a, out of a perfectly good plane, uh, 14,000 uh, feet over Lake Elsinore. The view was amazing. We got to see out to uh, the, uh, the ocean. Um, it was too overcast to see uh, Catalina. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, it was, it was just incredible. It was incredible. Well, the, 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 you, you said the key thing, a perfectly good plane. So my thing, if you're in a perfectly good plane, what would make you want to just jump out? Oh, you've done it too, Ben? No, no. It's hey, ben, uh, Jonathan. Ben's showing me some stuff up there. Uh, was that Jonathan? No, Courtney Conlog, one of the pro surfers, jumped out of a plane yesterday. <laughs> oh, my gosh, yeah. No, listen, um, that's good. I mean, you would have really impressed me if you would have done this. Jump off a plane. Okay, and you have skis on, and you kind of land on Lake Elsinore, and you ski Lake Elsinore as you drop, and at the same time you're trolling, okay, for a fish, and you hook up to a white Wow, Jesus! Well, that and I, would that be impressive or what? No, I don't think so. Come on, now you cool. know what I think's impressive right now. I was thinking about it. You and Ron jumping out of a, of a plane, but you're the one in front, and he's the one in the back. Uh, that listen. would be impressive. No, 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 no. <laughs> say, say, say it isn't so there, Joe. Oh, uh, anyway, That's so, what they do, I swear, Andrew. I'm just watching it. Wow. There's two. They do it in pairs. I don't know why I picture Ron in the back and Ben in the front. <laughs> yeah, they'd be singing "I Shook You All Night Long," right? <laughs> yeah. All right, I understand. We're, we're going, we're going into some very yes. ugly weeds there. So, so how's the fishing? <laughs> no, no. Uh, <laughs> uh, we're. Talk. Wait, hold on. Talk up. Get closer to your phone, cause uh, I lost you there. It's okay. Not, there you How's go. That? Is that better? Better. Okay. So, actually, I did it differently. Um, the, the day that I jumped, uh, I actually went uh, catfishing in the morning, got uh, four cats over the launch point. It was awesome. Oh, very and cool. And then uh, I, I changed up and, and went fishing in the, I mean, excuse me, went skydiving in the afternoon. So if people have a chance to do it, it's just awesome. I actually, my daughter and I did a package where we got it filmed, and so they put together a really nice film uh, so I could I can post a link on on Anger Chronicles, but it was really, really, really great. But um, yeah, as far as um, the uh, catfishing, uh, you know, I posted a picture of uh, Bob's catfish McGee. Um, I went yesterday morning. Every chance I get, I, I before I go to work, I, I try to throw a line in the water, and I've been having some pretty good um, luck with with uh, with the Cajun bite on and uh, some other stuff that I put together and some fish that I actually caught on one of our trips, Ron. Um, and, and so they're, they're biting really good. And yes, we are definitely doing a stocking on uh, June 4th. We're closing down the beach on, on that Wednesday, uh, excuse me, that Thursday. And Friday, uh, we're um, stocking uh, anywhere from eight to $10,000 worth of catfish just for these kids to come and have a great time. And what I really want to thank Angler Chronicles, and, and I 
third. Uh, Oliver's on there. How you doing, Oliver? You guys, you know, supporting uh, putting a, a, um, a tackle box in the kids' hands rather than rather than an Xbox. Those kids, when they when they hook up on that thing, there's nothing like it. It's like uh, Christmas in in June this year. It's just awesome. It's very awesome. Yeah, yeah, and, and and the thing is this, and I'm glad we kind of, because everybody, when you think Lake Elsinore, the name of the city, well, obviously it's all about the lake that's in the name, right? And we think about fishing and fishing only, and, uh, you know, it's funny how we started this. You, you went skydiving, okay? So there, there's more in the city to do than, than just fish. You, you go fishing, and then you jump off a plane. How cool is that? Uh, what I'd like to do is get some tickets for uh, Ben and Ron, and they're going to try this new parachuteless jump, okay? <coughs> Uh, that could really impact you. Yeah, you only do it once. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's a pump pump. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, no. Um, uh, talk about the lake. Okay, we're talking about the catfish is going to be put in there, and this is what I want to let people know. I, can you take? Can you you're still taking kids or are you full? No, we're still taking kids. They can go to uh, www.lake-elsinore.org. I think it's forward slash or backslash again. Mm-hmm. And, uh, kids fish. Yeah, and they, and, and six. they have to register so we know how many kids are there. And you know what? The, the great thing is, is with the, the, the uh, mask mandate basically being lifted, mm-hmm. and you know, you know people being uh, vaccinated, we may be able to move move up the number of kids. We typically, like you hear, like you said, you get about two hundred, but we narrowed it down to a hundred because of social distancing. So we're looking at, at possibly uh, being able to take a few more kids. And, you know, I already got a, uh, an email from Cliff, a mm-hmm. uh, friend. Love that guy. He's uh, going to be there volunteering. Um, and we are still looking for volunteers to come help us out and have, uh, have kids have a good time. Yeah, and, um, yeah, exactly, everything you said. Uh, he, here's what I would say. Uh, the reason I said if there's still time is because – um, if you've got a kid and you haven't, you want to get them into fishing, and you just weren't sure if they get seasick or not seasick, if they're too little, um, as long as they can walk and hold a rod, okay, I would bring them, because this is really fishing in a fish tank. I mean, with the way that you guys put the net out there and make sure the catfish don't go anywhere, um, guarantees pretty much that these kids are going to catch a fish. And uh, Ben, you just took your two daughters. How old are your daughters now? 27 29 okay and he he's still fishing with his kids and you see the smiles in the daughter's face she goes yeah they love being with their dad okay i'll give you a lot of kudos for that but it's also the fishing they love it so once you hook them up no they ask me dude yeah they they ask you so they ask me so the call is out to everybody that's listening that has a child a grandchild a son a nephew a niece whatever uh Sign up, bring them. It's an easy one, yeah. But in today, in today's society, the thing that I see a lot is that, and we talk about it, you guys are talking about a tackle box instead of an Xbox. When I grew up, I was born in 1960, and my dad started me fishing probably in 62, 63 when I was really little. Mm-hmm. But when you're about five years old nowadays, you're watching TV, you're playing on the computer, you got your, you know, you you've got something in your hand that's electronic. There was none of that, right? So he turned me loose on a lake because we fished every single weekend. He turned me loose on a lake, and what I remember are those days of catching the bluegills when you're five years old, and then I still remember catching my first bass at Canyon Lake when I was really little 
on a popper and the story was I threw the popper out, I got bit, I had the bass on it, went underneath this dock, and I was standing there, and I could feel the bass on it. I didn't know what he's doing, so as I reached, I was looking over the dock to see what he's doing, he, I saw his face with the popper in his mouth, and he was just waiting for me, he took off and broke me off, and I remember that, I remember that experience running up to my dad going, I just took my first bass, and you don't see that anymore, so... The adults have to make an effort to take their kids fishing because what they're doing is they're instilling the outdoors in them, and it's like you're passing on a legacy. If you don't take the time and do it, you're going to have the same thing every, all the rest of the people do is this electronic phenomenon where all the kids are just at home watching, you know, watching cartoons or they're playing Xbox or whatever they're doing. It's so a, It's a lost art it is parenting. a lost art and that's what i'm thinking what you guys doing at elsinore is that you're actually putting back not really you're putting back into people's lives something that's been lost and and everything that's behind that because you know jonathan probably won't say this but i have had the pleasure of working with lake elsinore now for the seven years with angler chronicles plus the time with ronnie kovac and we're talking about a, a, a city that it's more than a city okay i like the word town because it seems like it's closer i mean when your city councilman is there fishing every morning they live it they breathe it they love it and they they want to share it with other people so uh again it's not just for lake elsinore residents okay and there will be plenty of those but if you have a kid that you know even a neighbor okay uh, you'll be rewarded heavily because the karma is good stuff here. Go ahead. Go to www. Is it Lake Elsinore? No, lake-elsinore.org. Is that it? Yes, it is. And then backslash kids, uh, kids fish. There you go. You know, I, I, I grew up the, the same as Ben. I was born in 63, and that's when my dad started me yeah. going with him. So. All right. Hold on there, Jonathan. Uh, and you know Oliver. I mean, we, Oliver. He took his kids on on the trip. I mean, to see Josiah really get hooked up. All right, listen. The music's there. I means I have to take a break. We'll be right back with Oliver, Andrew, Jonathan, and Steve Carson, who's awfully quiet, posting pictures on Friends of Angler Chronicles. This is Angels Radio AM eight thirty KLAA. We'll be right back. Radio. AM 830. Ron, these sunglasses are nice. Yes, Sergio. Inferno USA Eyewear, they are great. They were created eight years ago to provide a far superior product with an unbeatable lifetime warranty. You like the burns. Machine billet aluminum frames, extreme wrap style sunglasses, and goggles all in one. They have removable foam inserts, they're polarized, and have polarized transitional lenses available too. The burn style is hands down the greatest wind in your face glass ever made. No wind, dirt, or debris in your eyes at up to 100 miles per hour. Simply put, they're awesome. I prefer the fuel style frame. They are made from TR90 nylon material that keeps them extremely lightweight and very durable. You won't even realize that you're wearing them. Tons of color options and polarized lenses available. The fuels also keep wind out of your eyes at very high speeds. Inferno USA Eyewear. They're nice sunglasses. No gimmicks, just quality construction and protection for your eyes. Inferno USA. Check them out and get yours at www.infernousa.com. That's www.infernousa.com. 
Hello, everybody. This is Captain Rick from the 85-foot luxurious sport fisher Ocean Odyssey. Departing from H&M Landing in San Diego, California, Ocean Odyssey is Angler Chronicles' number one choice in San Diego offshore fishing. Whether you are a beginner or a seasoned veteran, Ocean Odyssey is equipped with all your fishing needs. From five-star meals, state-of-the-art electronics, spray brine fish hold, and spacious accommodations. Make Ocean Odyssey the number one choice for your next offshore fishing adventure. To make your reservation today, log on to OceanOdysseyFishing.com or call Dina at 619-889-4535. Again, that's OceanOdysseyFishing.com or 619-889-4535. Ocean Odyssey is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. Angels Radio, AM 30. Anymore. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, on Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLAA. Folks, if you hear the chuckle in the background, that's what uh, these breaks are all about. These sunglasses are nice. <laughs> They're nice. Anyway, all kinds of things are going on here. But uh, uh. listen, um, we're going to rock in the Casbah. We're going to be rocking Lake Elsinore twice in June. Once for the Kids Derby. Again, it's the fifth. And I, 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 guys, get if you got a kid come out if you want to volunteer we'd love to have you and then i want to talk about june 26 since i've got jonathan on the air that's the dream extreme derby okay there's fifteen thousand dollars up for grab and cash and prizes in one day this is set up more as a derby than a tournament the reason i say that is tournament are really cutthroatish but we're at lake elsinore you're with angler chronicles we like to have a good time. So we, we, it's more of a get-together, okay? And there's a little competition along the way. I have seen, you know, parents with kids as a team. I've seen husband and wives. I've seen friends. In fact, one time we had, uh, in one big, huge pontoon, we had two teams. Two guys against their two wives, okay? They had two teams on there. Rhonda's been there, you know, no drag, pulling on this little catfish. Dude, she had no drag. So you could just, and we're filming and we're like, this is gonna ever end? So we're thinking it's a big, it's a big fish and it wasn't, but anyway, it's all good. So, well, that's a 26. And um, what's in the lake right now, Jonathan, uh, that we're looking forward to for that particular event? Well, you know, we have our catfish, the bass, uh, the bluegill. I think the bluegill redder sunfish and well, crappie may be put in the same. I, I don't know. William hopefully will have some additional information on that. Um, carp. And then uh, the wipers, you know, the interesting story real quick on the wipers. I went out last Sunday on the, on the shark donut, and actually I guess I got bit by a shark. So I had to beach it while I was out there. William came over, and uh, we went fishing for a bit, and he actually caught uh, uh, a wiper. It wasn't wasn't legal size, so we definitely put it back, but those are going to be part of it definitely in the years to come. But uh, it's very, very exciting. William's been um, getting his, his contacts and everything together over at, at, at the casino. They put out a flyer. I want to thank uh, Rick Kizzy from um, uh, Team Sippy Cup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he put the, that information out there. So we have the flyer, and it's going to be out there. They're going to be doing the res- uh, registration through the casino. 
And, um, you know, I know people have been calling Launch Point to see if they can get, uh, you know, get a place to stay there. Unfortunately, fortunately or unfortunately, the place is booked up, and it's booked up almost through uh, October on the weekend. So, mm-hmm. um, but we're really excited. Uh, Bo Davis, the general manager over there, and, and William and I met a couple weeks ago. And, you know, we really wanted to look at a two-day tournament, but at the time we, we put everything together, we had the, uh, more of the COVID restrictions. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to figure out how to do it. Well, let me, let, me tell you, let me tell you something. I can think of one team in particular who made it every Saturday, but there's no way they could make it on Sunday. And the reason is they'd fish Saturday, and then that Sunday we'd all get together at the casino. The CJ's a great restaurant. And then they go into the casino, and they drink and gamble all night long. Who? I'm not going to say anything. Oh, I have a good idea. And here, here's the deal. So at six o'clock in the morning, okay, not uh, on Sunday. We oh, were, I made it. We were, well, you and I were heading over from the from the casino hotel. We were heading over to the launch ramp, and here are these three. Actually, it was three guys, and they're coming out of the casino, heading to bed, and they go, oh, "Yeah, Sergio, we're not going to make it." The funny thing is, they've been on in this tournament for four consecutive years. And all four years, it's just a one day for them. They can't make Sunday because <laughs> they have such a good time. And that's what we're trying to tell people. This goes beyond a tournament. This is about, it's fun. Okay, and wait till you get, we get together. There's a huge, we do a raffle. Uh, plus there's money to be won, big money. They got five dis- different uh, categories. People overlook a lot of the categories. You know, they used to not fish for carp. And then somebody figured out carp. And crappie is another one they don't fish. Everybody concentrates on bass and, and catfish, but it's the other three species that have a lot of money to be won. So more information will come out, but I want everybody to leave the 26th available for that. And, uh, again, registration goes through the casino. And uh, it's just an unbelievable event. I mean, I'm, uh, Jonathan, we've had such a great, great uh, response over the years. So I'm really looking forward to... A completed launch point now. It'll be the first time that we'll be able to do the whole event there. So that'll be really, really cool. So I want to do. I want, really want to thank the Lake Elsinore Hotel and Casino for stepping up, you know, and being one of the major sponsors. So that's really cool. Yeah, it's it's, it's really a, a nice partnership, you know, and 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 it's great. It's, it's growing, growing every year. But uh, you know, talking just about the, the lake and everything uh, and the things to do there. Um, in addition to fishing and boating, and skydiving, of course, uh, Storm Baseball is back in play right now. And, you know, I went to the home opener. It was a great event. It was, great day. It was uh, social distancing, but now things are opening up. They're, um, they used to do a, a concert series out in the parking lot, and now they're moving the concert into the venue. And cool. actually, the, uh, a week from today, they have an Elton John uh concert going on and we're you know my wife and i went to the, the prince concert and now we're going to go to this one and i think they still have tickets available but it, it you know things are starting to park um spark back up and and, and lake elsinore is taking full advantage of it we're getting our classes back in uh together we're, we're doing a lot of building out there um a lot of new restaurants are coming in some restaurants are being converted into other ones because lake elsinore is really the place to be if you fish, if you have kids, if you are an adult, if you motorcycle, you know, the, the City of Dream Extreme is not just a, a moniker. It's just something that we do. Mm-hmm. It's something that we promote every day. 
if you have mental issues and you feel you got to jump out of a perfectly safe plane, uh, just because there was a door there didn't mean you had to jump. No, I joke. I mean, you know, believe it or not, back in the day when I was in the service, we had mandatory jumps. So I, I've actually jumped. It was the parachute would open up and jumped out. But uh, the first time was not my favorite by any means. But um, the other jumps were more doable. Okay, I still prefer to have my feet on the ground, but it's been I've done it, and it is quite a rush. It is quite a rush. I imagine the rush is a lot bigger when you don't have the parachute open, but um, um, it's it's cool. Jonathan, I appreciate this. The one thing before you go, I'm gonna go to Steve Carson. You mentioned the wiper. You mentioned the legal size. Uh, we want the wiper to really succeed in Lake Elsinore, one of the reasons it'll keep the carp population in check. Plus, it's a great fish to catch. Steve Carson, what are the rules on that? Well, the, the number one thing to remember is the legal size is 18 inches. That's a pretty big fish. That's, you know, depending on how fat they are, that's, that's a pound and a half or more fish, 17 and a half inches, that's not legal. So it would be tempting to keep them. Don't do it. Um, they grow really fast. They grow an inch a month in the lake. So if you catch a 17-and-a-half-incher, it's only two weeks away from being legal. That's so, so Let cool. it go gently, gently. Don't squeeze it. And uh, and it'll be it'll be a great, great fish to catch for. <laughs> uh, it seems to me, without without double-checking, that the, the fish have about a, a five- to seven-year lifespan in the lake. Mm -hmm. They don't spawn. So, so they're you know they're going to have to keep restocking if they if they want to continue the population, uh, you know, uh, over the long run. But um, I think I heard a couple of weeks ago, can't remember now, that another stock was coming. Another fifty thousand fish. Is that it, Jonathan? Coming? Yes, sir. We actually have uh, been able to uh, work with uh, Golden State Bait, and they are setting up another fifty thousand. Fingerlings coming in. Uh, it should be before the end of June. So you're right, Steve. That's what we're looking at. Is is trying to, to be known for a couple of different fish, and the one is the viper. And, and uh, uh, we're we're really excited seeing people catch them and, and release them. And, and on that note, like like Steve said, it's illegal to actually go out there and catch them under under size. So we've been working with the Department of Fish and Wildlife down in our area. And they've been out there. And actually, I was uh, when I went float tubing last week. I ran into one of the wardens who came over, made sure I had my my uh, tag, uh, my fishing license. Mm -hmm. And they said they were right between 35 and 50 citations for people. They tried to do education, um, but you know, making sure that you know what a legal fish is and what's uh, available to catch. And so, um, when you come out to the lake or any lake in California, make sure you have that. California fishing license, and you're following the rules of the Department of Fish and Wildlife because they're looking at the, the longevity of our, our uh, of the sport that we, we love so much. You got it, Jonathan you Oliver. Skilder. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Sergio, let me let me interrupt just in general, and and he hit on something very key. Uh, among other things, I belong to a fish identification group on Facebook, mm -hmm. and um, you know it, it's kind of fun. Everybody helps each other with with some obscure catches. But I can't tell you how often someone will come on and post a picture of a fish that's on a fillet board. <laughs> or or, or it's, it's already been filleted. Hey, what did I catch here? Mm -hmm. 
So, so and it's they, a protected they, species. The fish, they've kept it, and it's either undersized, or they don't know the regs, or it's closed, or it's, it's prohibited completely. You know, it's not really that hard to learn what the fish are, where you're fishing. And, mm-hmm. and Elsinore is especially easy, and you can't mistake a wiper for anything else that lives in that lake. You, exactly. You can't do it. So education, very important. Okay, and uh, and then you go have a good time. That's how you ensure you have a good time. All right, Jonathan, thank you so much, my friend. Thank you for calling in. I guess we're going to be seeing you hopefully any sometime soon, uh, at least in the salt water. We'll get a little salt shaker going on and get you out there. All right, brother? Sounds good. Thank you guys so much. Have a great day. All right, Jonathan Oliver Skinner, Lake Elsinore, California. Let me go ahead and take this caller. we got a caller here. Paul Hayes, a friend of the family, and... Uh, tell me, Paul, you're announcing the meeting for this month. Yes. Uh, hi, everybody. This is Paul from the Harbor Rod and Reel Club in Huntington Beach, and we have the honor of hosting a huge marlin fisherman and world-renowned fisherman for billfish, uh, Ed Martin and uh, Mark Wish. And then uh, we'll have the panel discussion uh, this coming Thursday, and it'll be hosted by Rob Webster, who's our uh, club member that's a world record holder for yellowfin and bluefin tuna. Uh, so it'll be open questions primarily on billfish, but uh, Ed Martin said he wanted to answer questions on anything. The only thing I would request is uh, I posted the flyer on the Angler Chronicles website, and there's an RSVP number there. That's me. I just need to get an accurate head count, so I order enough food from Bongusto. So yeah, and it uh, be a great time. I will be there opening up early. Uh, the meeting starts at 6.30. We usually wrap up about 8.30, 9 o'clock. We raise money on our raffle for the Olive Crest kids, and mm-hmm. uh, there's going to be a ton of people there. It'll be a lot of fun. And to preserve it for future generations, we have a professional videographer coming in that's going to make a, a good recording of the event. So uh, make sure you wear wear a nice shirt and pants. Yeah, pants would be good. Uh, ben, if you're going, make sure you wear pants. I was going to wear a dress. Okay. All right. It's all good now. So we live in California. It's all good. Uh, Paul, I know your phone number is there. I'll, I'll mention it. 714-402-1456. Uh, Paul likes to get up really early. He loves it if you'd call him between 2 to 4 o'clock in the morning. Okay, that's a good time, especially on Saturday. So he yeah, can he's wake just up getting the- home from the bars. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, no, uh, you definitely have the RSVP, but it's so cool that we're getting together. They got a 50-50 plus. They have, like I said, other prizes, raffle, pasta dinner. Well, it's only 10 bucks at the door and it includes a pasta dinner. I mean, it's really good. So um, it's been a lot of fun, yeah. especially with those two uh, presenters. It's been a good one. And my suggestion would be to use Taco Tuesday as a warm-up. And then a couple of days later, come over to our seminar. It'll be a great time. Yeah, so you mentioned Taco Tuesday. Let me put it out there. Next Tuesday, May 25th, Taco Tuesday, May 25th. Big day in Argentine history. So um, part having to do with independence back in the day, 1810. What's that? What, what's that? You, you, I wish you know. I wish we had a camera in here. Oh, I, I think I'm going to start filming I, you see that? I didn't do anything. I got my two kids here, okay? You know, Ben and Jerry. <laughs> no, got Ben and Ron. Oh, God. Andrew, you away. Oliver's away. Steve, Steve, these two, 
nonstop. You, you saw coming out of that commercial, they were laughing. But that's good. Everybody's in a good mood. Okay, so again, one more time, Paul. Uh, you've got this event for the Harbor Rod and Reel Club, and it is Thursday, May 27, which is next Thursday. Okay? Yep. Thank you very much, guys. Have a great fishing day. Okay, we will try to be there. We're on the Helena, so if we can get back there fast enough, we'll get back. Thank you so much, brother. Take care, buddy. All right. Um, that Paul, that, that's cool. So what I like about this is the meetings are beginning to happen again. The community's coming together. Yeah. And since the community's coming together, I want everybody to hold this date. I'll explain <clears throat> when we come back June 12th, Saturday, June 12th. Big event coming where we can all get together. Hold on to that thought. This is Angels Radio, AMA 30KLA. Thank you. I don't know why I said thank you. <laughs> this is Angry Chronicle. We'll be right back. AMA 30. Hi, everybody. This is Danny Jackson, producer of award-winning Angler Chronicles Television. The very best in sport fishing action is Angler Chronicles TV, seen weekly on Valley Sports West. Each week, Sergio and crew take you on an action-packed fishing expedition from Baja to Alaska and throughout the Southland. Angler Chronicles Television airs five times weekly starting at 8.30 Sunday mornings on Valley Sports West. Visit anglerchronicles.com for details. The original hookup baits are the most versatile and effective artificial baits to hit the water. With sizes from 132 to 4 ounces in 12 fish catching colors, this pattern design uses only the highest quality of materials, owner hooks, and are proud to be built in the USA. The original hookup baits have made it easier to match the hatch when chasing that fish of a lifetime. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops to get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph, and release. Attention anglers, Angler Chronicles chooses Fishing Syndicate. Custom quality rods, the manufacturers of the latest in fishing rods. The perfect combination and blends of high-end graphite and glass fibers that make the lightest, most sensitive, and powerful rods available on the market. See what the buzz is all about and get syndicated. Fishing Syndicate, the rod choice of the Angler Chronicle crew and other industry experts and leaders. Check them out at fishingsyndicate.com and see why they're the chosen rod of the AC crew. Light, sensitive, powerful, FS style. Fishing Syndicate, a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. Angels Radio. AMA 30. Welcome back, everybody, in Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLA. And you're laughing and listening to, I hope you're laughing, Dang the Chronicles. Um, I, I'm taking this. As, I'm going to set up a camera, and uh, we are going to start filming Saturday morning. So you guys better shave. Of course, I'm the one that says it. I'm the one that's yeah. I'm, you both are clean shaved. I'm not. I'm the one who's probably got about a four day uh, rash going here. But anyway, probably more like a month, right? No, no. Well, it, I like it, it with Ben shaves. Uh, yeah. Huh. But anyway, so um, I wish everybody could see all the fun that we're having in here. But um, where was I going with this? Okay. Um, June twelfth. 
June 12th. June 12th. See, uh, that's why I like Good Andy. Good cover, Andrew. Andrew nice a, job, Andy. <laughs> here's the problem. When you get old, you know a lot of things, and you forget a lot of things. See, that, that that's the problem with getting old. Yeah, I mean, you know, Ben gave you the year that he was born. I, I was meaning to ask you, had water been invented yet? Actually, it had. Ah, that was okay. back when you could go and ride a bike down the street, not worried about anybody running you over, and when you played hide and seek oh, so at night, had, and no one was going to steal you. Right? They, they had. A, yeah, I was going to say they had invented the wheel. Very good. How about fire? Had they invented fire? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, I can't say anything because you and I are close. We've got two others on the line. Then here it comes, uh, Steve, and Ron. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, June twelfth. What's going on is uh, the the Fisherman's Festival. We did that last year uh, as a means to raise money for fishers and men because uh, we couldn't do any Taco Tuesdays because they were in restaurants. This is completely outside. What I love about this is all the local clubs. We have I know for sure right now four signed up: Hyden Harbor, you know Paul. We got Casey Angler, SoCal Sport Fishing and team 57 they were all they're all gonna have their own booth there come out and meet the guys join the club not join the club talk to them not to, i mean you, it's just a lot of fun uh we're gonna have a lot of tackle guys there they're gonna be selling tackle new and used i am thinking about uh putting a booth myself okay at 10 by 10 ben you've got some stuff in your garage you want to get rid of i got a ton of stuff in my garage that i need to get rid of ron too and even Jack, Jack said he's got the vintage stuff, you know, you know, back in the old pen four odds and five hundreds. And he goes, I'm bringing them out and, and we'll have them there for sale. Um, you know, nice used equipment. Um, the reason I'm putting some of this stuff out, I, I'm, I've switched over 100 percent to uh, fishing syndicate. So um, th these rods are just collecting dust. Maybe somebody can get a use out of them. You know, it's all good. Passing it on, brother. And I'll tell you what, I know they work. How's that? My rods work. <laughs> They've caught fish. It's good. It's they good still stuff. bend. Okay. They still bend or bend. <laughs> anyway, look, all, all good. So that's, that's the other day. So these are the four days I want everybody to remember. Next Tuesday, Taco Tuesday. Then on Thursday, you go to Harbor Rod Rio Club. And then on June, oh, I have one more to mention, but I'll do it. June 12th is Fisherman's Festival. It's going to be at McCulloch's White Shoes in Brea. It's all outside. It's from 8 to 2. Connor the Teresa gives us chicken to, 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 um, to cook up, so there'll be some chicken, there'll be some beverages. Very small donation money for food and stuff. What's 12 that? to 2? Did I say 12? I said 8, yeah. to, eight to 2. I heard 12 eight, to 2. 8, eight a.m. Yeah. So we'll do the show here, and then Ron, uh, we'll just grab some yeah. quick breakfast and head over there. It's just a lot of fun. We can all, all get together. So <coughs> that, that, that would be June 12th, then June 26th. Dream Extreme Derby. Now, today, okay, there's a big event. Hold on. There's a big event happening today down south. So, Leilani, I want to go to line three, okay? Uh, Leilani? Oh, Leilani's not there. Uh, yeah, there you are. Leilani, give me line three, okay? Let me let me queue up line three, and I want to talk to none other than Mr. Mike Lum from Friends of Raw. they got a big, huge event today. Good morning, Mike. Hey, good morning, guys. Sounds like everybody is uh, is having a great time in the studio, and uh, I'm having a great time down here in San Diego. So you're already there, huh? Yeah. We came, we came down last night, and uh, a couple of the guys got here yesterday afternoon and got uh, tables and fencing up and all that. We're getting ready for the Captain Rollo Use Tackle Sale, which starts today at 1 o'clock. 
at C Fourth Landing. This is going to be awesome. Yeah, dude, it always is because uh, I love what you guys do. You guys get together, you collect donations from fishermen all over the all over the Southern California. I almost said all the world, and then we we you take it down there and you kind of I call it recycling, you know, and it's really cool, and all the all the money goes to Friends of Rallo. Why don't you tell people what Friends of Rallo does with that money? Well, Friends of Rallo is an organization that's been around since 1999, and and we take kids from all walks of life on their first ocean fishing experience and so what we do is we raise money in a variety of different ways and then um, if someone has a group of kids that they would like to uh, to uh, get out on a boat they contact us and once we grant their trip which we normally do um, we set the whole thing up so the group of kids get on a boat for the first time and they get to go out and experience uh, uh, ocean fishing and the marine life um, activity and, and all the rest of it goes with it we pay for the boat the tackle, the lunch, the whole, the whole thing. So you can imagine, um, uh, just before the COVID thing, the year prior to COVID, we took 104 charters that year, and you know you figure an average of, of probably 35 to 40 kids per boat. Um, that's a lot of kids, but it also takes a lot of money to charter 104 boats in a year. And mm-hmm. so we do everything we can to, to raise money. One of which is the used tackle sales. So guys are generous. They donate throughout the year. We round up and collect, and and uh, and then we we come down and do these type of events. And today it happens to be at Sea Fourth Landing. I think it's the first time we've actually done it at that uh, at that venue. But uh, it looks like it's going to be wonderful. It's right there overlooking the sport boats and uh big parking lot uh with free parking and mm-hmm. uh, you come down the gates are going to open at one o'clock and we do that on purpose it gives us time to get things set up today but it also lets people from the north have time to drive down and, and not have to get up at three o'clock in the morning so mm-hmm. that's what we're going to do and, and we're looking forward to it. we have a huge selection of merchandise uh, all types of tackle and it's a great place for people that are starting, wanting additional tackle. It's also a great place if you normally take people fishing or you want some extra tackle for your boat, this is a great way to buy it. So you're not uh, not loaning your brand new stuff and you're risking someone accidentally dropping your uh, your favorite outfit over. But let me tell you something that is, is overlooked. Um, a lot of anglers uh, today will collect things. And you get some jewels in, in between those things. It's almost like, you know, you go to the, Ron loves to go to swap meets and, and estate sales and you get all this crazy stuff. I've seen some amazing stuff that you have, hidden gems uh, that you guys sell. Okay, so if, you, if you're looking for some old school stuff. In fact, um, I, I'm thinking of pulling out, I had a big pen four out I came across with the AccuPlate, the AccuPlate, and um, thinking that serviced, AccuPlate. Remember the the, 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 uh, the, the on the rail? Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. He's talking about the, the side plates. Yeah, the frames. I have right. the frame, the That'd side cool. plates, and but it's it's on the four rod. Yeah. And um, it's got the nice power handle, and, and what it did, it created what was called the Yellowtail Special. It kind of narrowed it. I'm thinking of bringing it out for you know for what for rockfish, because of the lower gear ratio. Okay, it's got muscle. Yeah, you'll be on the rail for another ten minutes winding that thing up. Carson, <laughs> what, 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 what's the gear ratio on the on the four rod? Was it like four to one? Yeah, three. Uh, yeah, it d- d- depends. If you if you got the gear upgrade, it was four to one. If you left it stock, it was three point two five to one. 
Yeah, but remember, you you always talk about the size of the spool making a big deal. That's right. a big spool. Right. So four to one right. is a lot better well, than six well, to I, one on a I'm, small I am just telling you right now, six to one's a lot faster. It's way faster because I but fish them harder. Yeah. Okay. Um, some of the fish that we've been catching, we went we went out on the uh, El Dorado, for example, and the fish were huge. I mean, we were the, the, these things were huge. Imagine bringing two eight pound. Uh, reds okay from that deep and the problem is you know people don't realize it's only eight pounds but they open their mouth and then all that water goes through oh you should have seen the picture those are giant giants and then we got into the sheephead in the 12 pound range and i say these numbers because we did weigh them paul happened to had a uh a a, um a scale on and i realized the scale on a boat can be no worries but it it was around that area so that's that's the thing all right so again today between one and five at seaforth friends of rollo okay you want to say something ben yeah no friends of rollo go go to that but i i've got something about oliver when you get time here oh okay and then um just let you know mike uh, ben and i are ready to go uh for the tuna war six That's coming up. That's another uh, event. You're sold out for that event, right? Yeah, the boats are sold out. Which, um, but what I would encourage people to do is the night before the boats leave, uh, on June the 27th, that's a Sunday, we have the captain's reception, and that's going to be held at Dana, Dana Landing here at Mission Bay. That would be a lot and, of fun. And, and that's open to the public. You know, you just I think we're going to be starting to sell tickets here shortly, and uh, they're 25 bucks, and that gets you in, and uh, there will be some food. Uh, available that's part of that and then we have a giant raffle and we have a live auction but the main thing is you get to spend time with a whole bunch of very very fun people and of course uh, captain marciano and uh, paul hebert are there and they sign autographs and pose pose for pictures and do all that kind of stuff and it's very very funny a couple of we do it i think we open at four and it runs till seven and that three hours just flies mm-hmm. so well, i'll tell you fun. something that is overlooked on that and i don't know about ben we, we, we've been going year after year yeah uh you've got a lot of the local captains off the boat hanging out there yeah and if you want to talk to them in a, that's when they can talk to you they don't want to talk to you when on the boat because they're trying they're working yeah but you'll be able to talk to a lot of the captains from san diego it's really really cool all right mike yeah, Lum, today at, at c4 one two five Guys, get in your car, go down there, support this cause. It's about kids. We've been talking about kids all morning. We always talk about kids. Get them fishing. This is a great way to help inner-city kids. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. We'll see uh, a lot of you down here today. You got see it. See you, Mike. Thank you, Mike, and we'll see you on the 12th. Hey, a real quick one, Oliver. Where's your uh, seminar coming up? Um, oh, yes, babe. Well, oh, listen, hold, you guys both hold on. You hear the music. I got to go. So when we come back, we'll come back with that. And we'll also come back with the sheriff. I think he's on deck already. All right, folks, this is Angels Radio, AM830, KLAA. Now I'm interested about the seminar. Are you going to say that they're, they're nice? It's nice. Got to go. Bye. <laughs> Narrow streets of cobblestone Neath the halo I turn my color to the cold and down. Welcome back to hour number two with more fishing, more hunting, and more adventures on Angler Chronicles. Mm-hmm. 
Welcome back, everybody. You know that song. We are on Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLAA, but when you hear that song, it's the jig slinger. It's the man himself. I don't even know how to describe him anymore. All I know is that he's got to come in and relief pitch for these angels. He's got to do something. The good thing is, on June 17th, it's going full. I mean, Ron told me this morning, it's going full open. So I imagine he might be able to do something. But we call him the king of filmdom, the CEO of filmdom and Angry Chronicles, because without a th- without him, none of this would have been possible. So without further ado, DJ, our main man, the sheriff, Danny Jackson. Good morning, sir. Hey, good morning, Sergio. <laughs> you know, you you really kind of overdo it sometimes, but I love you, about brother. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you say I overdo it? Well, I don't know. It it, it's, it sounds like uh, the president's coming on here, and he's really not. I'm, but I. But you know what? Listen, what I'm, I'm, I'm going to stop you there because you don't give yourself enough credit, and I, and I understand you're humble. But here, here's the deal: when when this whole thing started, if it wouldn't have been for you, Ron and I would have been picking our noses. But we don't have a clue. You knew what needed to happen. I saw you work harder than I've ever seen anybody work. We put out what six or seven episodes in, in eight weeks. Okay, back well, to back to back yeah. to back. I mean, yeah, it's filming, and that was all you. We didn't have John then. I mean, you filmed, you edited, you closed captions. I mean, you did everything. Let me tell you, folks, it's not easy to pop out these episodes in, in what, and sometimes less than a week. So, um, oh, yeah, yeah, you were the guiding force. We didn't have a clue what all this was about. You uh-huh. did. Okay, well, so. you know, Sergio, when you know when when uh, when Ronnie passed away, that was in. January 2014. So well, we're we're on our seventh or eighth year, something like that. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, I I thought, hey, let's keep this thing going, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, basically, you know, we were all set up with Fox and AM830, and we just we needed a new name and we needed product. And so, yeah, I was for about eight weeks there. I worked round the clock getting it started. But you know what? We're established. You know, we've got viewers, we got listeners for the radio. It, it's such a good thing. I'm just, I, right now. I'm just glad to be a part, Sergio. Believe me. Yeah, it's been um, a, it's been a great ride, and I hope it continues because it's it's just it's just been so much fun, so much fun. Well, we'll we'll, we'll keep it going. I, I want to say good morning first to all all your uh, gents there: Steve right. Carson, Ron, Ben Seacrest, Andrew Mack, Oliver Solis with the Fishing Syndicate Rods. I hope I've got everybody in there. Yeah, you forgot um, the honorary to Mia. Good morning, Danny. Well, <laughs> okay, for the Mia as well. Ben, uh, Secrets, you were talking earlier. I just made a couple of notes here about uh, the first time, the first bass, uh, I assume largemouth bass you're talking about that you caught. Um, my, uh, I, I remember that. I just jotted it down here. My first largemouth bass actually was, I was about 10 years old. It was a Lake Isabella fishing with my grandpa and my my uncle. I remember that day well. It was very exciting, you know. And I, you know, Sergio, we are all about uh, anger chronicles. All of us, we're all about uh, uh, getting kids, more kids into fishing, mm-hmm. just like Mike Lum was saying there earlier. I taught my four kids and eight grandkids how to fish, and now I'm working on my three great grandchildren how to fish. So, uh, you know, we're, we're a fishing family here, you know, so. Uh, but anyway, as far as what's going on right now, Sergio, uh, I've been working on, our, of course, our brand new uh, Freedom Boat Club episode, which will, will, will be in the, in the near future. 
uh, featuring the Redondo Beach location and now able to cover all of Santa Monica Bay from there. And as far as, uh, uh, Ben, you mentioned your girls uh, fishing with you still. Uh, so are mine. Uh, you know, Car- Carrie, my oldest daughter, she's a school teacher, and she just they come over at least once a week here. She wants to fish all summer long out of Freedom Boat Club. So we're going to be doing that. Rachel lives in Riverside County, not far from Lake Elsinore, so we plan to be fishing in Lake Elsinore quite a bit this summer, too. Now, moving on to the Dream Extreme Derby there, uh, Sergio. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually, yeah, the, the Derby is on the, on the 26th, Saturday the 26th. But let's not forget about the 25th, Friday the 25th, is the, the big get-together and captain's meeting at the Bobber. I believe that's from 4 to 8, if I'm not mistaken. So don't forget about that. You know, I always forget to mention it, but you're right. It's the night before. It starts the night before. Yep. Yeah, it actually does. And uh, you can sign up. This is important. Uh, lercasino.com. Go there. No, dot Give them a org. call. I think it's dot .org. Uh, it, it might be. I'm sorry. I, if it is, I just, I just went to .com and found it, but it All might right, be good. .org. Good, good, good. But anyway, uh, when you call there, there's a phone number. Call them and make your reservations. That's how you do it. Uh, and also, um, you can call Williams Bait and Tackle. And uh, for more information as well, so it's it's important. It's June 25th and 26th, Dream Extreme Derby, and we, we're all looking forward to that. You know, last year we missed it, and and so that was uh, a disappointment. But we're we're right back on a roll here, so love that. Uh, as far as what did I do this week? My <laughs> my big thing is I, I I got a brand new tackle box at Turner's, and I spent all day yesterday. Uh, filling that up with some of my old stuff and um, and new stuff and so I'm I'm all set to go you'll like it Sergio it's uh, no no I know I know exactly because Ron and I were there on on third was it Thursday or Friday and uh, Thursday I think and we went in there and we had bought the other tackle box the Turners brought back the the roller tackle box we saw it the gray one I love that unfortunately ours yeah. had what four three or five seasons it finally you know rusted out um and I saw it, and he mentioned that you bought it, and I'm going, oh, I I, I almost picked up another one because those roller bags are the best. Okay, I just got one too. Yeah, yeah you know they're, they're just they're, they're they're way to go. We're, I don't want a backpack anymore. Think about we're going deep drops now. You're carrying 16 to 24 ounce uh, sinkers in your bag. You got to pick yeah, them up. No. Okay, I'm 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 very happy with it. Very happy with it. And I'll, I'll say one more thing before I get on to the show, which is uh, which is very important. Uh, I want you to know I also wear Inferno sunglasses, and yes, they are nice sunglasses. <laughs> hey, we finally got Danny to say nice. <laughs> da- Danny, say it right. They're nice. Well, we we finally got yeah, okay. some uh, stuff going on with them. We're going to actually have logo glasses. So be yeah, cool. so the glasses will have, will have the Angry Chronicles logo on the side. That's kind of cool. Oh, man, I, I want a pair of those for sure. Yeah, we'll get that well, going. Let's, let's get into tomorrow. About, oh, t- tomorrow, Palmas de Cortez, Dave Marciano episode. And let me tell you something here. I, I put some graphics in this uh, this episode about some uh, uh, important events coming up at the Van Warmer properties, the Van Warmer resorts this summer. In fact, uh, July 7th, the Rottle Shootout, the Wahoo Gold Cup, August 21st, and the Tuna Shootout, October 23rd. Mm-hmm. You can sign up for those right now. 
and you'll see that in this episode, reminders. Yeah, well, about, and I'll tell you, I've got a lot of friends. In fact, Don Southern, he's heading down for the Dorado. So is our other friend, Bob Castro. They go every year. We, with Ron and uh, Jack, we, we actually participated in the, um, in the Wahoo Gold Cup. And we had never fished together as a team. We we didn't have a, a clue really. I mean, we we go out fishing. We came in fourth. That was that's respectable for your first tournament together. We should have come in first, but I don't want to talk about the seven that we lost. Good, good thing Ben, you weren't there. You would have been hitting us all on the top of the head. <laughs> okay, because it was like it was a it was bumbling. It was a Keystone Cod. But you the, know what? Wahoo fishing is bumbling because their jaws are so hard. Right. It's hard we to had get fish. It's hard to get a hook. We had in them. fish lost at Gaff, and you're going, oh, that that's a contender. That's a contender. And here, here's what happened with me on that one. It was, uh, weigh-in was at three, okay? We were probably about 45 minutes away. We were fishing the island. And we don't have a fish to weigh. And I'm thinking in my head, Angler Chronicles filming an episode, DNW did not wait. Oh. And I'm, and I'm like, and, and, and they saw me get a little, and I said, next rod that goes, nobody touch. And, you know, we, we've got the one fish. And luckily, that was good enough to get us in the fourth place. So that was good. But it was a team effort. And you know what the funny part is? We we pre-fished for two days. Ron, how good was that fishing? It was awesome. I mean, we were putting – I don't think it we was... missed a single fish except the day of the tournament. We fit, we missed at least seven. Yeah. <laughs> and it was good. Anyway, so yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on. It's heating up. I saw some pictures coming out of the, of the Dorado. These things are absolutely huge, okay? I would say, just judging from the picture, knowing how that that portable uh, pier is, um, they got to be 35, 40, 45 pounds. And I know they get big down there, about 60, 65. These things are in the 40s. So for the Dorado uh, shootout, that's going to be epic now when we went down there we went a little bit earlier than we probably should have but because of the calendar that's all we could do and, and ben you and i went down there we even fished with uh chuck chucky van warm yeah yeah we had yayo on the boat as well we went on the um oh what's the name of the boat uh, mi sueño okay and um had a great time what, what, what was your take on that? You, you'd been there a lot of times. We, we had a lot. That was nice. We had we, fun. We had well, fun. We, we had, it, that was definitely a fun trip. There was no pressure at all. We caught all variety. They took us to, you know, we caught, we caught Bonita, Yellowtail. We caught all and, sorts of and stuff. And we got what Dave really wanted was a rooster fish. We, but we also caught rock, not rockfish, snappers. Yeah, all sorts of snappers. That was fun. That was really fun. Yeah, because we, we brought, a, 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 I, gotta, I can hear the music, but Oliver, just to give you a sh- uh, a shout out here it was bass time it was bass rod time anyway everybody um hold on uh you two jackson we gotta take a short break here angels radio ama 30 kla we'll be right back Radio. AMA 30. 
Looking for the ultimate outdoor recreational experience? Look no further than the city where we dream extreme. Lake Elsinore, home of the new Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Experience next level camping with the best amenities available. Full hookup sites, vintage trailers, themed yurts, a swimming pool, splash pad, outdoor dining, and a spacious community hall. Adventure starts here. Reserve your spot. For more information, follow Launch Point on Facebook and Instagram. Relax, play, stay at launch-point.com. Fishing fanatics will love a value-packed membership in Freedom Boat Club. For only a one-time entry fee and low monthly dues, you can access offshore fishing boats, walk-arounds, bow riders, pontoons, and cruisers at Freedom Boat Club of Huntington Beach and San Diego, plus 950 boats at nearly 100 locations nationwide. Hook up with Freedom Boat Club and get three months free on all new memberships. Call 888-781-7363. That's 888-781-7363. Our cruise to freedomboatclub.com for details. Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> Again, I wish I had a camera. I got, I'm looking at Ben and, uh, and Ron. They're both banging their heads. I love it. I love it. I love it. This is Angels Radio AMA 30 KLAA, the Angler Chronicles. Let me go back to Danny Jackson. Danny, uh, one more time. The episode for tomorrow is the one that we took Dave Marciano down to the East Cape with Ben. Yes, uh, Dave, great episode. Dave and Nancy, of course. And uh, you can sign up. I just mentioned three of their tournaments coming up here this uh, summer and fall. And you can sign up at vanwarmerresorts.com. There's a reminder of that in tomorrow's episode, which starts tomorrow morning at 8.30 on Valley Sports West, Sergio, and it will air five times, as all of our episodes do, this, this uh, whole next week, Serge. All right. Thank you so much, Danny. And I know you're a humble man, but uh, we're in, in, in debt and gratitude to you for everything you've done over the seven years. It's my pleasure. I'm glad to be a part of it, Sergio. You have no idea. I'm glad to be a part. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Hey, you take care, and hopefully the wind gets better for you next week and get on the boat. Okay, very good. You guys have a great weekend, everybody. All right, thanks. You know, uh, I want to go. You know, we were talking. Uh, first, let's finish that. Uh, Oliver, um, that day that we went inshore in the East Cape, um, it was we had to learn the bite think about that ben we had to learn well those things had teeth too yeah so yeah so i was, I was we lost a few but it was a, a bass rod bonanza oliver it was just so much fun so much fun um I, it, it's just amazing just simply amazing amazing uh we were fishing i was fishing with a 300 the the Calcutta three hundred. I mean, God, the yeah. Calcutta, the um, yeah, no, the Calcutta no, three hundred. No, 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 no. The Accra three hundred. <laughs> yeah, the and BB. Then, and then I had a uh, a baitcaster there as well. So yep. it was good. Yeah, um, the the teeth and the colors. That's well, the we were fishing too small a lot, too small a line, but we couldn't get bit on anything heavier. Remember? Yeah, yeah. It, it was it was it was a definitely. I, I actually saw Ben Seacrest, folks, analyzing the water, the bite. And just come up with a solution because you did come up with a solution. We got some bites, and and that's what well that's what it was all about. Yeah. And then once we got the bites, was... you caught you caught what you needed to catch. We all caught one, and mm-hmm. and Dave was all full speed on trying to catch. So we got him what he needed. Another had... good thing about that episode is you're going to watch Dave Marciano fillet a fish, and I was so impressed when he pulled out the carcass. 
you could almost see through it. But you got to remember that guy's done that for a living. I know, since... but nobody looks at. I mean, yeah. It, 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 and and here's what I want to say about Dave. I, I can't really speak for the other uh, captains. I haven't fished with them, but Dave is such a down to earth. He's one of us to, that happens to do it on TV, which is what we do. You know, we're just regular fishermen. We do it on TV, but, uh, I mean, we're regular fishermen. Could you imagine how many fish he's cleaned when he commercial fished cod? Oh, my Lord. And when I'm saying commercial fished cod, he cleaned the things. It's not like you see all these guys coming in with this huge amount of fish and they're taking them to a processing plant. In the old days, those guys cleaned them themselves. They were the processing yeah. plant. All right, so that would be a real cool one. Um let me go ahead. We got more people on the line. Let me get. Let me go to. Uh, hey, I'm gonna say Chad. Hold on, folks. Chad, hold on. Did you say Chad or Shad? He sells a, a Shad White. Oh yeah, okay. that's I know that name, Shad White, which yeah. I call Chad White. Yeah. Okay, and that would be his bait. Don't forget Oliver's seminar. We'll at least oh, we get, to get to it to really that. quick too. Right, but let me get to this caller here. It's Steve from Long Beach Sport oh, Fishing. Okay, perfect. And let me say Steve Steve will give us a report on Long Beach Sport Fishing there. Good morning, Steve. Hey, good morning, guys. How's everyone doing? Pretty good, Phelps. You know, every time I say your name, Phelps, you know what I think about? Mission Mike, Impossible. I don't know. I know oh, yeah. that, that was before my time. See, these guys are old, Steve. I, I'm not that old. What do you mean you wrote it? No. <laughs> anyway, Mission Impossible, Steve. Tell me, talk to me. The winds got you in in dock this last couple of days, right? Yeah, that's what I was going to mention. I'm wondering if this wind's ever going to give us a break. I mean, everything was uh, starting to shape up at all. Sunday, Sunday. I think Sunday's the first decent day. Well, it won't be decent, yeah. but it will be doable. Yeah, that's what it, it looks. As of now, it looks okay. But uh, like I said, it. This wind, uh, wind started hammering us again. Um, we had one trip in this week on the El Dorado before the wind hit. It was a really good trip. You know, they had close to limits of the big quality rockfish, uh, whitefish, sheephead, and a handful of yellowtail, a couple nice big halibut. And on the way home, they stopped on a couple foamers of bluefin, ended up looking four or five bluefin, and they got one. It was 50 pounds, but that was a nice little bonus for that trip. You think? Oh, yeah. <laughs> So the El Dorado is online every every night, guys, uh, departing at 8.30 for Island Freelance, 8.30 p.m. Uh, you can go ahead and book through the website, longbeachsportfishing.com. Click book online or give us a call at 562-432-8993. Excellent. And I'll tell you what, we had such a great time on the El Dorado here a couple of weeks ago. Can't wait to jump back on. And um, class operation, that's what it's all about. And we catch some fish. Jeff is definitely a fishy guy. And let me just announce this. On June 10th, we're going to be um, on the victory. Now, we're not personally handling this particular uh, trip, but you get all the information on our website, anglerchronicles.com. But this is a June 10th, what we use the Fishers of Men fundraiser to raise money to buy shoes to take down to the East Cape. That's June 10th. What's the phone number? Phone number is area code 714-329-3853. And that's on the um, on our website, Victory right? Victory 8. Excellent. So June 10th, Ron and I will be on that boat. Okay, so all good, my friend. In fact, I was I was on the water on Tuesday, and uh, on on the on the center console, and I came up, and there was the victory. It was nice to see Phil uh, there as well. So really cool stuff, guys. You there with me, Steve? Or did we... oh yeah, I, I just I was wondering. Did you if fall you were... asleep, Steve? If, if you were done, yeah. <laughs> 
Okay. I didn't want to interrupt you, Sergio. You know? Well, you know, now, and now, now you're going to pay the price. What I want you to do, <laughs> now watch the price. What I want you to do now is, why don't you say on the air the message that you have for Mr. Oliver Solis that you posted on Friends of Anger Chronicles? Well, yeah, he, he got way, way too much airtime this morning, guys. You know, it's like I, I had to wait to call in. You know, it was, it was just, <clears throat> he talks. <laughs> so I'm going to read it verbatim because I couldn't stop laughing. He says, Oliver Salif, Salif, stop hogging up all the airtime. Save some of that for us to call in. Oh, <laughs> no, That guy I, only thinks of himself. That's all he does is think of himself. I'm just kidding. Oliver's a great guy. He's thinking about his rod, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Oh, I'm okay. trying to do is make sure that seminar gets mentioned. Yeah. I'm trying to support him. <laughs> all right, Steve, uh, give the phone number and website one more time. Terry <laughs> code 562-432-8993, and it's longbeachsportfishing.com. Home of the El Dorado with the victory in the Iran. I love it. Okay, we'll see you later, bud. And uh, hopefully we can see you over at the uh, at the 12th uh, Fishing Fisherman's Festival. Come on out and bring right. it. Okay, thanks, All right, bud. Guys, thanks. Take care. Bye-bye. All right, now let me go to uh, Mr. Shad White. Chad White. Uh, uh, although... Shad. Shad. Hello, Chad. Good morning, Chad. <laughs> Good morning, Chad. Yeah, we're here. Can you hear us? It's my turn. Yeah, yeah, your turn. Okay, you know, we just wasted everything saying hello, so thank you for calling. Yeah, you guys are too much. How you doing, buddy? Hey, look. We're doing really good. Do we talk about fishing? It makes us happy, so that's what it's all about. All right, what you got? Hook up, Bates. Talk to me. (laughs) Well, I'm about to put the boat in the water right now at Daniel Landing. Um, Taking out a Grom. Yeah, one of our Grom ambassadors, him and his family are move, moving to Louisiana, so we're giving them a proper hookup bait send-off by taking them out on the hub boat today. So All right, and, and what I, I got, think, I, got, I want to talk about Grom. I got Grums. Tom and Cash in the truck with me. Okay, here, so. who do you have with you on the they truck? Like Tom and Cash. Tom and Cash. All right, then uh, big, huge shout-out to Tom and Cash. Listen, the one thing I love about it, you also <laughs> have the... the the program, the Grums, okay, you call, which is you take kids, these are young kids, you take them out fishing. And it, it just extends. We, we have to perpetuate uh, our sport, and, and it's in these kids. Ben, I mean, no, I, he, he, Chad, I mean, like, I, I'm talking to Ron. Yeah. Ron says, you know, my grandson's about ready. He's yeah. nine years old. He's ready to get going. So, yeah, we're going to put a start putting him on the water. Ron, you know, be. I mean, great for him to come out on a three-quarter yeah. day, between, put him between you and I, yep. you know, and get them all dialed in. That's that's really cool. So. You know what? Let Chad tell you about what he's he's doing. He's well, got a really good one coming up. What do you got going oh, on? Yeah. Well, it's good. Well, it's good. Ben let the cat out of the bag. <laughs> but meow. It's, uh, it's, um, meow. We'll, we'll, we'll give him a little teaser since it's, it's, it's the Anger Chronicles <laughs> show. But, uh, this this year, the, the Hook and Bait tournament that we do every year except last year because of the COVID stuff but this year it's going to be all kid based um, and we're trying to team up with the SDS um, the Order Bass Series guys and get those teams involved to where the kids draw uh, SBS team to fish the tournament with oh that's so cool so, that's so cool where yeah, is it so when they, when and where let me know I'll see if I can set up a um, a fishing, I mean, a Freedom Boat Club boat out of Mission or uh, 
San Diego. Yeah, big, San, big. San, yeah it's at it's Dana Landing, so we got the boat club right here, right next door to Dana Landing. Perfect. I'll see if problem. I can schedule a center console, and we'll go out and we'll take uh, a couple of kids. Yeah, Maybe yeah, you, could, you could take a, a kid, too. That would be awesome. That would be kind of uh, cool. Yeah. And it's uh, October 2nd is what we're trying to get it set, set for. All right, Ron, put that down, and the three of us will go down there and, and get that done. All right, excellent. Chad, I love that, and uh, I wanted you to know this, and just in case you didn't get the message, I know that for the Fisherman's Festival, you've got a tournament, but you're going to send JoJo, I hope, out with your Easy Up over to Brea, what we did last year. Rhonda has volunteered to help her with the booth like she did at the Fred Hall Show. Okay. Yeah, we're still trying to get that all lined up yeah we got the championships for the SBF that same weekend yeah yeah but that's you uh, that's not important but, but well, that, what's important is the fishing festival well, <laughs> well that's what we're going to be at and you're not coming and Jojo is and I can just imagine that booth with Jojo and, and Rhonda yeah I'll be there oh yeah they'll sell way more baits no no I'll be there right there in the middle is that pasty Saturday <laughs> oh you want me to wear pasty I'll, I'll do that <laughs> Uh, all right, Chad. Anything else? I got the music coming up. Uh, no, we're we're good. All right, you know what? Just hang out. We're gonna start to. Yeah, I know you're putting the boat. If you want to hang out, hang out. We're gonna talk about fishing. Hey, when we're back, there's Angels Radio AM eight thirty KLAA. Radio. AM 830. Lytle Screen Printing in Huntington Beach, where quality and service are everything since 1989. Screen printing, embroidery, digital printing, Lytle does it all. Shop their extensive line of apparel and headwear or bring in your own for customization. A few embroidered shirts or thousands of printed t-shirts, Lytle has you covered. No order is too big or small. Mention Angler Chronicles and they will waive your setup fees for your first order. You can find them on the web at lysphb.com or call 714-969-2424. Lytle Screen Printing, where all your needs are met. Hello, I'm Chef Brie, head chef for Carne de Teresa, and it's my goal to make you a chef in your own kitchen. I've created the perfect and most delicious seasonings to go on top of our pollo asado and pollo adobado. And our Carne de Teresa salvadoreño sausage is perfect for breakfast or dinner. Carne de Teresa is always hand-cut, hand-seasoned, and hand-packed right here in Southern California. You can find our delicious Carne de Teresa products at your local Albertsons, Food for Less, Ralph's, and Smart and & Final. Let Carne de Teresa make you a chef in your own kitchen. Visit CarneDeTeresa.com for recipes and more. Remember, when fishing, practice CPR. Catch, photograph, and release, and always eat more Carne de Teresa. This is Teresa. Carne de Teresa is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles and Olive Crest. Angels Radio, AMA 30. Should I stay or should I go? That was the big question this weekend on Party Bus. Should they go? And I think they all stayed because the wind, Ben, the wind was crazy. We had to to cancel our Pacific uh, Islander trip. They were saying 50 knots with nine-foot seas. I I was supposed to go Wednesday and today. 
Well, actually, both of them got. What canned. you don't know, what you don't know, is that you actually were were duped. Okay. Really? Yeah. Um, I have it from a very good source that they left without you. And yeah. Uh huh. Just to prove it to you, I'm gonna bring him in on the on the phone right now. I know. He's he's actually. If you and can get I, him on the phone and I don't hear. Oh no no no! It's there. <laughs> Without further ado, Captain Rick Scott out in the high seas, okay, without, you know, he, he left you at the dock. Okay, good morning, Rick. You hear it? You hear it? Good morning. Good morning. How you doing? Uh, thanks for leaving. I'm good. You left him behind. I left him behind. You rotten son of a gun. Oh, he said yeah. he had enough of you? Wow. <laughs> Rick, how the heck are you doing that? You're on the you're 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 on the boat, aren't you? Oh, hang on, I gotta turn on the school. Hang on. Yeah, whatever. You rotten bastard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let, 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 let me clarify for everybody. He's docked up. He's not out in the water. You know, Ben. You, everybody canceled. Yeah, no, I'm telling you, this weather is crazy. A lot of boats canceled, but I heard the Indy still went. That was tripping me out that they left. Well, it. he's going long range, so he's. Well, he's uh, but still, the weather was just it, unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but he he's got he's got a day he can go downwind and turn around and come back once it lays down. So I think cool. one other boat went last night, but it looks like the outrider went last night, which is crazy, but whatever. Yeah, I, I saw else, that I, is crazy. I saw Wendy and it said ten foot seas at like eight seconds. And well, I, you got to remember too. On top of that, where those set, where that fish is, that's typically an uphill current there going against the wind. Oh my goodness. Oh. So, no, that would have been miserable. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, Rick, I, I'm glad you're on here. Um, I didn't make this announcement before I forget. Taco Tuesday is next Tuesday, and he's going to be our featured speaker. Now, you guys, we don't do seminars on these things. It's more of a get-together. But you're going to have Rick. Rick's going to share a, a few tips about, you know, bluefin, bluefin um, catching, not fishing. And... Um, What's going on in San Diego? How to prepare to go to these trips? We always mention it, but I, we want you to hear from a captain that does it every day, okay? Because, you know, he, he has the 411 on this. He, he knows exactly what's needed. What, what, we can give you recommendations, but it's always great to get it from the captain himself. And then you've got a couple of trips, and you're going to haul out, then you come back full force, you know, where you run almost every single, uh, every, every day and a half, he's back out. So. If looking, we get people, yeah. Yeah, so we're, we're looking forward to having you, Rick, on the boat. So I, I just want to talk, start talking it up right now. Um, let's talk bluefin, okay? Bluefin. Let's talk bluefin because uh, Ben, bluefin are everywhere down there. Now they're close. I heard they're behind Clemente. Okay. Actually, you just heard what Steve said, that they, they found him on the way back from his last trip. They, they, they got some. Nick, they got some he, foamers there. Yeah, he was at a, one of the outer islands. So that's that's coming. spread. It's starting to spread out pretty good because now you're hearing it. Jimmy Decker caught him in front of the island before that wind hit. Yes, I so saw there, the there's, pictures. So there's there's plenty of fish around. Mm -hmm. So, uh, Captain, do you know anything? Yeah. Any size? Uh, these fish are a little bit bigger than. There's a, I mean, there's. 30. I think there's school. I mean, Jimmy's fish were 40, 50s. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. We, I mean, back. In, I mean, a few years ago, the the majority of what you'd go out for was like 20 to 30 pounds. You get oh, once yeah. in a while, you get into the big, huge ones, but 20 to 30s. Yeah. And I love that because they're very catchable, and if you want to release one, you can. Um, but these are like 
minimum 40. But you know what I mean? Ask, the, ask, the thing I would do is ask Rick. I mean, Rick, was he's been on them since they started, right? I'm, I was fishing them yeah. when they were down in, down below there's before. Some, Go ahead. There's some 15 to 20-pound schools around um, out there by the island, but there's also schools of 100 to 150-pounders. Um, it seems like once you get away from that island, um, what we found down to the south is pretty much uh, 40 to 60-pounders on the average. Mm-hmm. Um, is what we saw. Um, I did see smaller fish. That that school we got on last weekend, we saw a few puddlers jump out, and they were looked like fifteen to twenty pound fish. And as I slid up to it, I could see there were that forty to sixty pound fish. So I don't know what happened that that smaller stuff. We did catch one, one that was smaller, but for the average, they were they were fifty pounders last weekend. And uh, you just you know you don't know. You, you stop on a school and you get rushed by a bigger school. I mean we've all seen that, so you got to be prepared. Oh, absolutely. And, and then when we talk about being prepared, what do you got in mind? Um, well, you should always have your, you know, 30, 40, um, in case we do see that smaller fish. Uh, the average I would have fished last weekend was probably 40 or 50 pound cast. Um, we were fishing a lot of 40. Uh, a couple guys had 30, but they struggled. Uh, you're 60 pound yep. and have that, have that 100 pound ready to go. You, you never know if they want to bite. They were, they were biting pretty good. Last weekend. All right. We just lost, lost too many. All right. So now we got line class. So let me go to the other two. We got two experts that we can that that can talk. Okay. So let me go to Oliver. Okay. And Oliver, on that size fish, we're gonna need two rods. You know, something to handle fifteen to thirty, and then something to handle let's just say let's say up to one hundred and twenty pounds. Let's not get into the behemoths. Okay. But say the sixty to one twenty. What two rods would you recommend in the arsenal? Ah, listen, you need four. Uh, Rick said it, 40, 60, 100. Those are a must. Okay. And then you need your light rods, six to 12 patties for the yellow tail and the small, uh, small tuna. So you, your 20-pound test, get 30, go straight to 40. Um, you know, that way you can have a chance with these 50 to 80-pound fish. Go to that 60-pound for um, your your sinker uh, uh, rig. And then your flat pole. Uh, definitely a, a light, a either heavy or extra heavy rod, uh, and then a rail rod for that 100 pound fish. So those are the four you need to bring on every trip. Uh, the one you don't bring is the one you're going to need. Okay. And then we're privileged because we, we have two guys representing a brand, so I'm going to let them speak as well. So, uh, Steve, on those size rods, what would you recommend as far as pen reels? Well, for fish. The 30, 40 pound class, which is, you know, during the daytime on your fly, fly lining, what, what most of the bites have been on, I would go with a, uh, a Fathom or Torque 25 narrow, back that with uh, a 65 pound braid, and your top shot can be, again, 30 or 40 as the, uh, as the action may indicate. Then for your heavier rig, I'll go with a 40 narrow, again, Fathom or Torque 2 speed. And uh, back that one up with uh, 80-pound braid. Top shot can be 50, can be 60, can be 80. Go with what the captain tells you. And, uh, you know, it's somewhat sporty if the fish are, are only 60 or 70 pounds. At least at least you have some fun with it. And then if you happen to hook a, a stray 150, 175-pounder, hopefully you will, you still have a very, very good chance of landing them. Okay. All right, let's go to Ben Seacrest. Match those up with accurates. 
500 narrow with um, 50 pound braid, 30 pound floral, 500, 65 pound braid, 40 pound floral, um, a 600 narrow with 80 and uh, probably 50 pound floral. The one thing I wanted to get at with Rick while he's on here is what kind of hooks are these? And they're using circle hooks, using J's. What do you tell them to use? Uh, circle hooks is what we like to use on the bluefin, yep. you know, depending on the size of the bait, two aughts, three aughts, stuff like that. And, you know, <clears> if <throat> everybody picked that out, that you didn't hear anything under 65-pound braid. Even on my small reels, mm -hmm. um, I put 65-pound braid on the backing because it's heavy enough. Once it gets way out there, you can get enough on the reel, and you can always change the top shot. So, like I said, even on my small reels. And, you know, we pull up on these kelps, and we are catching that smaller yellowtail. But just about every kelp we stop on, or quite a few of them, we do see bluefin on it. So one of these days, we're going to see some bluefin start to pop off these oh, yeah. Well, everybody knows that I like to use the bass rod. My bass rod carries 50 or 65-pound yeah. braid on my uh, baitcaster. Don't be afraid. Yeah, you know, with the, with the new reels everybody's coming out with, the drag systems everybody's, everybody's putting in them, they're, they're strong enough to hold that 65-pound that braid. So. Yeah. Yeah, and it doesn't break now. You know, if you get a big fish and you need an extra line, okay, that might be a problem. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. Well, Try like a 500 narrow reel or, or or the pen 25 or that, what is it? What did he just say? A 25 narrow? The, no, but as a yeah, 25 narrow, as he was just talking about, mm -hmm. those reels, I mean, you can easily cast those reels and you can hold enough line. So if you hook one of those fish, you'll be okay on a thinking? patty. Three, on, yeah, two, 250 to 300. Uh, three, uh, three, for, for ours is doing 325 of 50, right? So uh. I still fish 50 on that smaller one. Yeah. But on the other stuff, like, like Rick's talking about, I mean, I've been pinned to the rail with 65 and everybody's like, you know, I mean, you can land fish. I watched Dwayne Diego on a 500 land a 206 pounder, and we were in a skiff. You know, so anything's possible. The one thing I want to make sure is that we didn't say is all those reels should be two speeds. Without a two Good speed point. reel, you're gonna you're gonna get hurt. I mean, guys are like, oh, I like my single speed, and I'm like, Good, I love no, to sit I, on the rail. And you're right. I'm gonna just say this. I have mine are all two speeds. <clears throat> I don't remember. I don't use the other speed too much, but there are times, especially when you're when you're at the boat. That's yeah. when I like the low speed. When I've got them and um, and I can start seeing some color, uh, not deep, but when the color, I like yeah. to switch to low. Well, it's the end of the battle, and when we get up, like on Rick's boat, what I like is Rick has a great bow. So if you can get, I'm not saying get right on the bow, but Rick has a couple cutouts that are, they're probably about. I don't know, 20 feet from the bow, and I'll get in that cutout because the the bow's got that taper that goes down where I get the fish in the circle. And you've seen me do it before where you're going, move, move. I'm like, no, nah, I'm just going to take them right here. You can get them to do those really, really oblong circles that turn into a real tight circle and you can hold them at the bow mm -hmm. stay out of the mess that's in the back but when you get them up front and you can work them up front like that it's so much easier says the guy that's taller how about the short guy over here well we got you a box that time i, mean, I remember rick got you that box and you're standing on it you look like mini me that's the best the, the takeaway here guys is what you just heard ben say is use your surroundings as well yeah. uh, when you battle these fish 
every advantage that you can get, you got to use. In this case, we talked about the right rods, the right reels, right line. Um, oh, and, and then I would recommend, this is the one I always see, after every fish, please retie your oh, yeah. hook. E oh, it's fine. No, please retie your And take hook. a foot off your leader. Yeah, yeah. It all depends on what you're doing because yeah. if you're if you're if that fish is like if you got him across the shoulders, across the back, you don't know what's going to go on with that. So, the thing, the other thing is when, and and Rick and the in the in the deckhands know it, but when you get catch enough of them, you can figure out like everybody's going follow your fish, follow your fish. When they're really hot, follow them. When you're fighting them for a while, you can figure out when they're getting to that point where you can actually make a stand somewhere and the only reason i'm telling you about the bow is make a stand in the bow because when you make a stand in the bow you're not dealing with the other 20 guys that are back the boat and rick i've been on rick's boat a lot when we're fighting fish in the back and just how is it when we, a guy hooks a fish how does it attract the lines it's unbelievable yeah. back there yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and nobody nobody hates losing a fish even more than you, than the captain and the deckhands. They oh, want for to get, sure. They want to get that fish on, on the on the boat. All right? So that that's huge. Okay. There's a lot to learn on those boats. And then the good thing is that you got guys like Rick that are going to sit there, and he's going to, if you ask him, he's going to take the time. And he's got he's instilled a lot of that information in his deckhands. And I love fishing with the guys. I've gotten to be a point when I got on his boat, I mean, it's almost like if you fish a boat regularly and get to know the people, it turns out to benefit you. Yeah. And let me go over to Ron now on this thing. Ron, when uh, we talked about line, we talked about everything, but but hooks. Um, you like using circle hooks on tuna. Why don't you explain why? Because you don't have to set the hook. Just let the fish do the work. Yeah, that, that's one thing. But it always gets them in the corner of the mouth. It, right. right. It, it follows. It, it and that way it keeps the line out of the teeth. And and so and and you guys made a great point. I, I see so many people cast right back out. I guarantee you, it's gonna hit their teeth somewhere along the line, or like Ben said, it rubs up and down their body. You, you got to check your line, guys. Yeah, the reason I came to you is because you spend the night prior to fishing tying everybody up, yeah. putting leaders in everybody. And then throughout the day when they're fishing, you and I see a lot of heartbreaks. Oh, so yeah. Does, so does a Rick because people didn't want to retie. They got lazy. That's the one time you don't want to be lazy. And, you know, and the best thing is we have that thing the night before, the knots. Mm -hmm. Know your knots. And then real quickly, if you're going to tie a hook, don't tie a single line through the eye. Tie a double line right. through the eye. Whatever Absolutely. whatever hook you want to tie. There's lots of great knots, but tie a double line so that you at least have that benefit of safety in there. Yeah, okay. You know, well, you know I, who taught me that was Rick's boat, actually. Yeah, well, let me tell you that. Rick, I know you're on the boat, and you're on the sat phone, but you're staying with us. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> All right, we're gonna, I got to take a short break. I can hear the music here, so we got to pay some bills. All right, Angels Radio, AM 830KLA, the Zang Chronicles. We'll be right back. Radio. AMA 30. Looking for something to do today? Come check out what's new at Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Michael's was voted Orange County's best sports bar. Whether it's sports, drinks, games, or food, Michael's has something for everybody. And don't forget the wings that Michael is famous for. 
Michael's Sports Pub and Grill, 15192 Golden West Street, Westminster, California, just south of the 405 Freeway. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Don't blink on the sink with the original hookup baits. With their patented design, the original hookup baits are built in the USA using only the highest quality of materials and owner hooks. After years of research and development, the original hookup baits have captured the profile and lifelike action causing fish to bite, whether it's in salt water or fresh water, jigging or trolling. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops and get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph and release. Angels Radio, AM 830. You told that it would be untrue. You know that I would be alive. All right, but listen. You know what I need to do when you hear this song. Come on, fishy, bite my wire. Here we go. So come on, fishy, bite my wild. Come on, fishy, bite my wild. Here goes. Come on, fishy, bite my wire. We're here all week. Ocean Odyssey. Anyway, Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLA. I can't, I can't help myself. I hear that song. That's what the coffee does to me in the morning, Rick. <laughs> Cut me up. Cut me up. Anyway. So um, a lot of good things. Um, you're going to be on the water, what, for two more trips, two more weekends? Uh, no, one more. One what? more weekend next weekend. Um, we <clears throat> go up on uh, the Monday, the 31st. Do you, go, you still have spots Tuesday. available? We do not. That one's been oh, sold out that, for quite a while. Okay, that one's so. sold out. Okay. Yeah, but we will be, uh, like everyone needs to be just heard, we're going to be up there Tuesday night at the... Michael's for Taco Tuesday. Cool. Excellent. We're looking forward to it. All right. Well, you hang on there, okay? Uh, give the, the phone number and website real quick. Uh, OceanOdysseyFishing.com. And we do have the schedule up for the full summer starting on, I think it's June 11th. Uh, you can log on, look right online, or give Dina a call at 619-889-4535. Excellent. Now, hold on. You stay with me now. All right. Let me go and do this. We've got to talk, Oliver. Talk about this seminar, okay? You got my, you piqued my interest. Hey, listen, it's nothing, nothing big. Uh, we are hosting different people every Saturday around 3 p.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the idea is to continue to share knowledge, right? We want to have different people uh, talk to us about what they do, how they got into the sport of fishing, their love for the sport. Um, you know, talk about bait. Leadhead, line, uh, you name it. You know, I uh, definitely will talk to you and Ben to get, put you guys on the schedule. Um, I'm kind of saving that for when we move into a bigger location. Right. Uh, that's today coming. we're going to have uh, Andrew Navarro from mm-hmm. uh, Top Notch Leadhead. He's going to talk about leadhead making. Uh, you know, share some secrets and uh, and share some knowledge on on how to use uh, and fish artificial. Right. You know, mm-hmm. we talk about fishing artificials all the time, but um, Unless we have guys that actually are hands-on making these artificials, like when we had Juan Cervantes from Trout Candy, mm-hmm. you know, they they get to tell us uh, what what drives their passion and, uh, and share the knowledge so that uh, most of us, uh, you know, could learn uh, to fish these these artificials. And also, some people that may want to get you know uh, into making their own. That's that's always fun. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's the same like reels. You know, I mean, a guy like Ben that actually is at the factory. You, you go to a tackle shop, they just they tell you what they know. 
But now you get you, you talk to a guy like Ben, and we actually see them made. And when when you're when you're making them, there's so many things that come out. The same thing with these baits, and I've seen some of your new plastics. That's really really cool. Uh, we're really looking forward to that. So um, it's Saturdays. Make them, but think about this. Think okay, about so this. They, they design these things, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Saturdays at 3 p.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're also going to have guys from the landing come in and talk to us uh, and, and let us know, you know, what, how we should be uh, managing or how should we be behaving uh, at the landing. What do we need to do? What their day is like and how can we make their, their job uh, a little more fun and not so stressful. So, well, the one the, the one thing we we've talked listen, it's the, it's the same right. thing we've been talking all day. Okay, you want to make the captains happy? You got Rick on the line right here. You make the guys happy by, you know, being well behaved. Number one, okay, don't drink too much because then, then then you get stupid, and then um, have the right gear so and listen you, and listen. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Listen, knowledge knowledge is power. And all we're trying to do is to share the knowledge and have the, uh, the experts share their knowledge. You know, when, when Ben comes in, he's going to talk about reels, uh, from the designing to the proper use to maintenance. And, and so, you know, we want to make sure that everyone uh, gets educated and, uh, and, and learns all these things because, uh, again, knowledge is power, and that's going to make us better anchors and, uh, and hopefully better, better people uh, want to know what one of the votes. All right. Well, listen, before I forget, because we're getting close to the end of the show, I promised Steve Phelps, I guess uh, he, he, keep, he keeps talking about you. Okay, but uh, he's, all, he's, he's blaming you, Oliver. But I promise I would say this. I guess the dreamer, that's a six-pack over there, is having an unbelievable time on the white sea bass, yellows, and calico yeah. bass. So uh, give uh, Captain Alan Watson, uh, I guess, oh, actually, would we would call the landing. But Watson is is legendary, dude. Yeah, we don't like calling people legends, but what Watson's about as legendary as can yeah. be. Okay, you want to say something? He, he is a legend. Yes, yes. So um, make sure that you, uh, you get in. Um, that's uh, right there at uh, Earth Fifty Five Long Beach Sport Fishing. Well, Mel's with him. Mel's with Deckhand. Oh, uh, okay. Melissa. That's, that's wow. All right. So let me get to that. Um, let me give. Steve Carson, a shot here. You go. You do a lot of long ranges. I mean, really quick. I don't have much time. Um, etiquette. Give, give me a little bit of etiquette that you would recommend before I give. I hand it over to Rick. Etiquette. Well, uh, always be situationally aware. Know where your line is. Is your line? Is it moving to the left? Is it moving to the right? Uh, you know, is it going straight down? What should it be doing? Um, I would say people not knowing where their line is and where other people's line is is probably the number number one reason maybe number two after bad knots um that fish get lost well i mean i I can't tell you you know i'm glad you brought that up you know you've got to know where your line is and where it has to be is away from mine (laughs) i don't want you near me i do have to mention this again before i run out of time um Don, our buddy Don, has told me to mention this. He says, don't forget to use a 6-0 hook and some balloons for those big reds. Don't laugh, it works. Do you remember the balloon fishing? Yeah. You ready for this? You know those little balloons you do little toy animals? He had a bag of balloons, took a, a hook, put like three balloons on it, and it was all reds every single time. And then he, we had uh, a girl, with, who was the girl? Um, Shay. Shay Castro, okay, you know Shay, 
Oh, he's, he's fishing from Las Vegas. She put it on. She starts catching fish, and I'm going, okay, I've seen Balloons? It. Balloons, dude. Never Balloons. heard of such a thing. I haven't either. Rick, you ever heard of that? No, I haven't heard of that. Well, you yes. know, Don is older than both of you put together, and if he was getting bit, he knows something we don't. Or it was one of those nights he had a little bit too much to drink, and then, yeah. you know, he came Rick up with uses it. corn a lot. He uses, like, broccoli, <laughs> corn. <laughs> hey, Rick, Mike Blue says hi. Oh, there, Mike hey, Blue. Mike. Good morning, Mike. All right. Well, listen. I'm, um, I know some of you like like Steve can't hear Oliver. Um, let me see. Oh, you know what, Steve? You, you said it was an old Santa Monica sport fishing trick. Talk to us on the balloons. The balloons. Yeah, yeah. The old timers out there remember Versal Schuler, who ran Santa Monica sport fishing. Uh, <laughs> quite often, the rental rods had balloons on them. And uh, they just, you know, it looked like they popped them. Not quite sure, you know, so they had like a little bit of, uh, of uh, you know, sort of squid or octopus tentacle action. Yeah, that was that was a pretty normal thing on, on Santa Monica's board. Yeah, I mean, when he showed me, okay, the whole thing, I go, well, that, that's interesting. At first I laughed, and then he was coming up with one red after the other, and he goes, see, they work. And the way he was placing them, he was, he was hooking like three or four in the middle and placing, so yeah, it would look like tentacles. Um, but I can also imagine just one looking like a worm, okay? And it's the bright colors, too. You know what's weird about what you're saying, though, too, is like I don't. a lot of people, I, I've actually caught an octopus, put it on the boat, and it was, you know, it was pretty much, it was not doing well, so I, I cut it up. If you use octopus tentacles for, um, you know, for rockfish and stuff, the one thing that's amazing about them is they're super hardy and they'll last all day. And when you're talking about balloons, balloons pretty much will last all day. I would think that, that you're not going to tear that stuff up. It's pretty. Yeah, it, 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 I guess what I'm saying <clears throat> is um, how crazy does it get? I mean, who came up with that? And it makes sense now. It, it didn't make sense when you were talking it, about it's, it. But it, It's like using a plastic, right? But they, it's it's probably the similar texture, you know, and, and they get down there, they eat it and. Very cool. I, I I love this kind of stuff. Okay. So uh, anyway, guys, it's been a kind of a, well, we got about five, about two minutes. Real quick, uh, you and your daughters. The trip. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I took them Wednesday, took them down to some spots that I got down in San Diego and took me about two to three hours of just metering things to find the right school. But I got a school of reds in 150 feet, which is real shallow. And we put the wood to them, and it was a great trip. They had a gas of a time. It was the best time. It was more fun for me, tell you. Yeah, well, on Tuesday, I took the AC sled out, and I went out, and uh, we got into some nice bass. No monsters. Everything was probably two to three pounds max. Okay, but it was a lot of fun. Then we moved into deeper water. We got our limits of uh, sculping, really good, healthy sculping. And I uh, remember those have to be 10 inches long. And then uh, we got a lingcod. Again, not a huge one, but definitely over the limit. We got a, a halibut, definitely over the limit, uh, not huge. So I made for a very good dinner for William and, um, and, and Grant. So that, that was kind of cool. And, um, again, uh, nothing over 170 feet. So that's kind of fun where you don't get any edema. Okay, i got to go to Ron here. What's up? Okay, buddy? remember, Taco Tuesday. Is this Tuesday? Right. At Michael's Sports Club Bar and Grill, 15. 15192 Golden West Street. And then uh, for you you that are trying to book the June 3rd trip on the Sport King, that trip has been canceled because of boat work and his inspection. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, Real quick, Sergio? Yes. 
just huge shout out to Rodney Sakamoto um, for catching that uh, that broomtail grouper right there in Long Beach Harbor. The other that day. was at Long Beach Harbor, right? Yeah, yeah that, I, that, I saw the. Yep. They've done that in San Diego. I never heard one in Long Beach Harbor. Very cool. Yeah, very. Cool. And then uh, one more shout out to uh, I don't know if Ben and uh, and uh, Steve have seen this. Uh, it's called a mean mouth. What it is is a small mouth and large mouth cross. Uh, Wyatt Wyatt Frankens from Texas actually caught one, submitted it to the IGFA, and now he has the all tackle world record at a uh, seven pounds nine ounces. Wow, that's well, a good one. Well, you know what happened is uh, they went out one night, drank a little bit too much, and hooked up. <laughs> Could and... you imagine? Well, I mean, well, we have the, the those are hard fighting little bastards. Think, now you got largemouth and think about a sandico, eh. the, the combination of a calico and a sand desk. I've yeah. seen that too. All right, listen, we got about thirty seconds. I want to thank Oliver. For hanging out for today, I want to thank Captain Rick that we'll see on Tuesday at Taco Tuesday. Outstanding. Carson, uh, we love you, brother. Uh, Andrew, thanks for the report. Uh, Ron, Ben, we got to get ready. Um, We're going to breakfast. You want to come to breakfast? Not if you guys are going to L.A. like you normally do. You go to Huntington Huntington Beach. It's on on the way home. It's not on the way home to me. Well, the 405 (laughs) versus the 5, a little detour. You've never taken a detour at home? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you, when you, see, that's this is like the banjo. Hey, music. Rick, I'm ready to go fishing. I got you a present okay. for Tuesday. All right, excellent. Everybody, have a great weekend. <laughs> have a great week and be kind. We'll see you next week, guys. Well, folks, that's the show for this week. It's time to truck on out of the city and get outside in God's country. We'll see you next week on Angler Chronicles.